Welcome back. This is On the Block live from the Lancaster Event Center. We are at the Home and Garden Show out here. Join us until 9 o'clock tonight. Still uh, plenty of time to stop by. Grant Wistrom signed uh, a jersey is actually up for uh, a, a winner, a drawing. Uh, a couple Husker basketball jerseys, or not jerseys, but uh, signed basketballs as well. You might see behind me Kenzie Knuckles and Nicklin Hames of, uh, of volleyball. The volleyball team there. You can see them waving there. <laughs> Strick says hi. I've joined us out here. More importantly, though, uh, than of Husker volleyball, than more so talking trash here on Ticket Weeknights. But, of course, yeah, maybe a little bit more well-known for volleyball still at this point. Uh, but uh, we're having a lot of fun. Also wanted to remind you, Super Bowl party this weekend, Buffalo Wings and Rings. Of course, Sunday at 5.30, the game kicks off. 68th and O. Stop by for great food, drinks, and lots of free prizes. All during the Bengals and Rams on Sunday. Uh, Strick, we might have uh, another uh, guest stop by here, hopefully, in a second. We'll see if we can get uh, Elena from... Um, the, the bar and grill to come out and join us. Or, excuse me, not from the bar and grill. Upside bar and lounge uh, to join us. Uh, she is set to stop by here any minute so we can kind of get an idea of what a bar goes through uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, but I, I don't know if, if, if she's here or not, but uh, we will continue until she comes along. I did want to ask you uh, uh, specifically about last night's game. I don't know if you saw it. I'm sure you did. Um, the Duke-Clemson game. Not so much the game. Duke, of course, one of the best teams in the country. Improves uh, to 20 and four with an 82 to 64 win uh, but a very scary moment as Wendell Moore uh, went up for the dunk of course one of, one of Duke's stars and he was absolutely undercut uh, by one of the Clemson players very scary I mean he was uh, he was in the air basically you know along the line with the with the floor about eight feet in the air. I believe it was David Collins, the Clemson guard, who did it. He, he apologized after the game. He said that he, got, he was too fast. He couldn't stop at that point in time. Were you able to see the play? Do you think that there's any way that he didn't do that on purpose? That's tough. Um, you know, if, if a young man states that, you know, that was not necessarily the case, um, you know, you kind of can watch and, and kind of assert it. I, I think it's kind of a, a little bit borderline on either one of those particular instances. But, um, yeah, that's a scary thing, man, just to have somebody, you know, when you're attacking the rim and you're going up with aggression and strength and to have somebody kind of find their way up under you, it, it, it's a scary thing. I think there's been times – I don't – I've been undercut at times, but – more so than anything, the ones that um, have been more scary for me is after you dunk the ball and your momentum's carrying you so far that you really don't get a very good grip on the rim or oh, yeah. you're not able to hold on and then you kind of have that same type of momentum. So it is a scary thing. We just hope that you know nothing beyond – uh, the pain of hitting the floor uh, goes on with that, whether it be concussion or whether it be anything broken, because your natural reaction in those in those instances is to reach down, put your hand down. And sometimes you can find broken wrists or, or different right. things like that that happen. So, yeah, that's those that's scary. It, it, it's sorry that it's happened. But um, I think the refs did the right thing in the way that they handled it. Um to alleviate any type of repercussions or, you know, get back or, or, or stuff like that handling in that manner. Um, and, and he apologized. And so I, I think you can, 
you know, you can look at the heart of the apology and assess as to how he really felt about it. I, I, I personally don't think that a lot of people are trying to actually hurt you. There are people like that, but for the most part, players are just trying to play hard. And sometimes you can end up in any type of weird position and, you know, just just trying to do the best thing you can. I mean, because some teams, some coaches get penalized if, you know, as a player, if you don't get back and you're not trying to get back and get in front or you could be trying to get back to get a charge potentially, but you just, oh, you just come up short. He just maybe has a little bit more speed on you. So I, I don't know, man. It's it's a tough one. It's a tough call. But, you know, yeah. uh, kudos to him at least apologizing for the instance. Yeah, and I believe he's even been suspended a game for it. So um, it's it, it was it was a tough watch because it did, you know, like you said, it, it, it's hard to know somebody's intentions. And, you know, if they, you know, he did apologize for it. And if it, it looked was, bad, though, I yeah. mean, it I mean, literally, it looked like he like it looked like it looked like a football player who just just think of it as you're going up for a pass, right? And it looked like you're reaching for the ball and that person's just going to take your that that's what it looked like. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? So Yeah. He didn't like make a play on the ball. He just kind of ran yeah. to the bottom. Yeah, he got mad. I mean, it looked like he got mad. He got he got swiped. it looked like he got mad that he got the ball stolen from him. You know, I yeah. mean, so that's what I'm saying. It looked like that. It looked like he was upset about the the previous play and and he felt maybe he got fouled so he was on some it, it, that's what it looked like it looked like he got fouled and he was on some retaliation type stuff oh you're not gonna call this i mean that that that's yeah. that's what it looked like to me oh oh you're not oh you're not gonna call that okay then so it looked like but you know i think he realized the error of his way and you know, he, dang. I, For what I it's worth, in the collision, he also fell down and hit. You know the you know the the padding there. The so, back stanchion. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know if it was. I I don't know if it's intentional. We won't. It'd be hard to tell. He said he yeah. was just trying to get as as back as fast as he could. By the time he realized that he was, uh, you know going to be putting the Wendell Moore in a, a dangerous situation. He couldn't stop. He was going too fast, so he just kind of braced for impact. Um, so, I mean, it was regardless of whether it was on purpose or not, it was very scary. So, thank God that Wendell Moore is okay. I actually did break my wrist on a, not a not an undercut, thank God, or I'd be pretty upset, but just a contested play, uh, you know, going up for a layup, and, uh, you know, I can't dunk, so I didn't get very high, but the guys, the guys that were chasing me down were fast and better athletes, so they kind of transmitted that uh, inertia onto me so it, uh, it was kind of funny the doctors are like oh you must be pretty athletic I, no no not me <laughs> now you understand why i don't play pickup ball <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> that reason, because that's what they're doing i mean most guys that don't or did not make it to any levels beyond maybe high school or whatever they're looking at you like hmm, yeah who who's he you know I, mean? yeah. I, I can i can i can i can guard him i can i can bust him you know type of thing oh, that's yeah. kind of how they and so if you if you that's why i don't i don't i don't usually drive to the bat if i'm playing i'm working on perimeter things i'm not oh, yeah. i'm not working on you know ultimate attacks unless i'm playing with a group of guys that i know have just as much at risk as i do or they at least know how to play the game right 
yeah. and they know they're not going to put me in jeopardy of, of any part of my career. So, um, but if you do ever attack the basket, you better go hard because if you don't, then that's, you're putting yourself at risk of injury at that point. You better go and try to attack the rim, try to dunk or try to do something because, you know, anything lackadaisical going up there, you, you, you might find yourself on the floor. Yeah, I've, I've changed my game. I no longer uh, go to the to the rim anymore. I, I'm, I've tried to develop a floater. It's not very consistent, but it doesn't get me a broken wrist, so that's what I go with these days more so than anything. And, of course, shooting the three, where I, I love to do that. And then that doesn't range, have too much risk. Yeah, and there's not too much risk. In the lost start. The lost start of the mid-range. The lost start of the mid-range. That's where I try to stay, in the mid-range. I'm I, Yeah, oh, I see. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, let me just pull up right now. I <laughs> uh, also wanted to, to bring this up. The, the Regents. Uh, have approved now uh, the sale of alcohol in uh, for Nebraska athletics. I have to look it up and get the wording correctly because it's not exactly uh, that the, that it's a, approved. It's just the Regents approved the new policy that opens the door to possible alcohol sales at Nebraska events. Um, so it, it's still going to be kind of up to the higher ups at the university to kind of move forward from there. But it's kind of step one of the possibility of that happening. Probably not going to happen in the immediate future, but uh, it is it is something that's kind of uh, you know a possibility. And of course, we've talked about it before. Um, um, you know, and, and there's a lot of different thoughts that, that go in there. I still kind of go back. I used to kind of be anti-drinking because I didn't want the – or drinking at games because I didn't want, you know, NFL fights or stuff like that. But, you know, the more that I thought about it, the more I think they've got to throw two or three guys out of every event no matter what. And, uh, you know, usually if you add alcohol to the mix, maybe it's, you know, four or five instead of three or four. But it's it's I don't think it's going to be too much of a difference. So we'll see if they, you know, if that uh, – it seems to have some momentum. We'll see how that plays out over the next couple of years. But certainly a possibility for Nebraska athletics. Um are, are, are you are you pretty far past most uh, uni- most universities or I think it is eight universities in the Big Ten that sell alcohol at their at their football home football games. Um, does it does it bother you at all to kind of think about drinking at a game that involves college students who you know might not be of age to drink? No, because yeah. college students that may not be of age, young young kids that may not be of age, um, teenagers that are in high school, they go to professional games. There's right. alcohol there. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I kind of think know, of Stars yeah. games, uh, you know, local hockey games. I mean, it's it's it, it's it's no there's there seems yeah. to be no problem with it. it you know, kind of some people get a little more into it. Uh, certainly if you drink too much, obviously get an Uber. Yeah, of course. You don't have somebody else yeah. drive home, obviously you take all your safety precautions there. Um, but I think it could be interesting, um, uh, especially for Nebraska games. The fans have been kind of complaining about um, the different lines that are piling up. Uh, imagine adding uh, beer to that. I think there will be some long beer lines, so they'll have to do some. Uh, well, some no, you got uh, well. You, maybe you, you what you what, what I see a lot of um, NBA arenas are doing. They they separate those. So what they do is they put some things like that off to the side, or they do. Not necessarily the, um, um, you know, the the areas where you buy the food and stuff like that. They kind of put them, you know, in their own little separate corridors, so it separates the lineage, the you know, the lines. You know yeah. what I mean? You un- you understand what I'm saying? So they kind of put. So you've got you've got the food, different areas side by side, different types of food, whatever. You got Valentinos, you got Runza, then you got your basics with the nuts and, you know, cheese sticks or whatever. But then they got the little beer stands. That's it. Stands. Yeah. You got those. You can just position 
beer and alcohol and wine stands just kind of next to those areas and there's stands and you can put just a little refrigerator behind there and then that way you you know alleviate some of that line and it'll be interesting too know. to see what you know as, as far as once you get into it kind of the selection like you said you're more of a wine guy whether it be uh those possibilities who would be the official beer sponsor of the university <laughs> of nebraska all that stuff would be kind of fun to figure out how it boils down in the next coming years yeah lots of it's going to be a bidding war we always know that is at play too how about this would you have a problem with memorial stadium being Budweiser Memorial Stadium or something, you know, I don't know if it's even like taking in the beer sponsorship as well to the next level, um, even whether it's beer or not, anything for Memorial Stadium, which is kind of known, um, you know, kind of have, has its own legacy to it. Some people don't want to, wouldn't want to put a title sponsor on it. Um, but especially when you, <laughs> I guess when you show the money signs, I'm kind of thinking, hey, there's another big opportunity for money if they ever choose to do that. Ah, yeah, I don't know one. about that one. That's selling uh, yeah, out, baby. That's, that's, selling that's out. a tough one. I, you know, <laughs> maybe inside, but I don't know about putting it like, you know, on the building. <laughs> like, yeah. The Budweiser PBA. No, I don't know if that. Yeah, would be yeah, a good I don't look. know about that. One. Well, it's just over. Uh, just brain. It's throwing it out there, but yeah, I don't know yeah. if that'd be the good look. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see how all this stuff turns out. That I mean, I, I don't really see that. Uh, only thing I really seen that on is like what. You saw that in baseball stadiums because that's kind of the yeah. mode, right? Yeah. You know, I don't think we've seen it in football stadiums. I don't think I've ever seen it on a basketball arena. But um, I think you've seen it in baseball. You had Coors, you know, you had Coors Field at one point, And I think what Milwaukee, uh, you know, they had maybe, I think, a name for the baseball at one point. But, yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. But well, that's like what they're that- known for. I like Louisville because they have a KFC Yum Center for the basketball team and Papa John's Cardinal Stadium for the football team. So they 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 didn't let their pride get in the way of them. They're making some money on some food, but oh, it didn't yeah. get it didn't get to the alcohol level there at least for them. Um, but uh, it might in the future. They're obviously ready. They'll they'll take on the money if you have it. Uh, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for shootout with Strick. Your chance to win fifteen dollars to Buffalo Wings and Rings. I think it's a uh, Super Bowl base. That is of course um, the theme today uh, so we'll do that we'll also catch up with Elena of Upside Bar and Lounge coming up here in the next few segments as well so we're looking forward to that that's coming up next year on The Block